0: About that, I'm paid. It's over. Think I may have broke the scale because the weight is over. We them because they say I almost, I almost lost it. I had to reach back, back, and lock it yeah. you almost got me. I had to reach back, back, and lock it yeah. you almost, you almost, you almost. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Slasher Sanitarium. It is Lock and Key, episode 10. That's right, it is the season finale, and this one is entitled Crown of Shadows. So let's go. Nina gets a latte with a boat in it as she talks about fucking up six years of sobriety. Daniel says it doesn't erase the progress she has made so far. Daniel is apparently also a recovering alcoholic And she wonders if living in Matheson is bad for the kids and for her. Not a bad thought, honestly. Like, you fell off the wagon. There's a crazy demon lady after you. And uh, you also witnessed the death of uh, one of your friends. So, there's that. The kids are waiting on the porch for Ellie. But instead, Dodge walks up. She says she invited some friends and puts on the crown. We see that her shadow extends out, and then a bunch of other shadow creatures form out of her shadow and start breaking the, uh, Rendell's car. And then they chuck the car across the front lawn, but it nicely lands on his tires. Bodie opens the lightsaber, and, the bar- uh, and they barricade the front door. The camera pans to see that shadows are creeping in through the windows. Did you really think that you were going to be able to keep them out by just closing the doors? The shadows! Kinsey sees the shadows forming on the wall. One of them breaks open Randall's urn and dumps it out. It's a dick move. Another grabs Tyler. Uh, this one actually looks like Dodge. And Bodhi turns on the lights and the shadows all disappear. They all start turning on lights and then head to the kitchen where they see a bunch of shadows, mon- shadow monsters wrecking shit. They turn on the lights in there and of course that makes them disappear. Now, the kids all figure out that the shadows are looking for the Omega Key, as if that needed to be said. So Bodhi tapes the matchstick key to the end of his lightsaber, which is actually pretty fucking smart, if you ask me. He calls for the monsters to come get him, and then all of the breakers get flipped, and the lights go out. Looks like one of the shadows is fucking around downstairs. Shadow Dodge and her minions chase Bodhi and Tyler upstairs. And real Dodge has now entered the house. Uh, cool scene the CGI is okay um, it's it's obviously CGI but again you know it's a network television show uh, or well it's not really a network television show because it's a Netflix streaming show but it is a TV show that uh, they obviously didn't think was going to be a huge success uh, it, it's done very well for itself obviously they you know have it going for another two seasons at least so, uh, I get you know the budget constraints, but honestly, not too bad. Um, you know, for for what it is, um, could be could be maybe a little bit smoother. But honestly, I have seen a lot worse than this. So, Kinsey slowly walks downstairs. Then one of the shadows trips her, and she falls down the stairs. And she's fucking dead. <laughs> oh no! Wait, she gets back up, but she's pulled under the stairs, and two of the monsters grab her. She lights a match, which I don't know where the fuck she got, and uh, that proceeds to get them off of her long enough for her to run away. Shadow Dodge again asks for the Omega Key from Bodhi, and he stabs the shadow with the Matchstick Key, which causes her shadow to engulf in flames, uh, then melt. Now that actually was really good CGI. Uh, I liked the way it looked. I liked the consistency of her shadow melting, yeah, it was good. Kinsey turns the lights back on, and she calls her Bodie and Tyler, and they run to find Dodge passed out on the ground. Bodie asks where the crown is, because it's not on her head, and instead of them taking two seconds to question where the fuck the keys are, or the shadow crown, they're just like, whatever, let's move on. Tyler asks if the Omega Key is still safe, and... Bodhi unlocks the cabinet to pull it out. So this was a trick. You just showed her where the key is, and not only that, you just brought it out of hiding. Kinsey says they should send her back to where she came from, the Omega door. They can't put her back in the well because Ellie has the well key, or the echo key, I should say, and they don't know where the fuck she is. So Tyler and Kinsey decide that they are going to take Dodge and throw her through the Omega door, and Bodhi is going to go find Rufus, so he fucks off, they fuck off, but they decide that they need some help carrying Dodge out to the Sea Caves. <sighs> yeah. Man, like, first of all, if you need help carrying Dodge, uh, call me. I call ass. I'll, I'll go ahead and support that bottom. Um, second, take a second, Okay take a second to think about what what is happening right now you saw her in the front yard crown on her head then you find her in the house laying down no crown on her head and the crown is nowhere to be found and you know this woman can change her appearance just putting it out there I understand they're in a lot of stress. It, it's, it was a stressful situation. You're not always thinking straight, but take two seconds to think about it. Scott, Eden, and Jackie arrive, and in the time period between them calling these three and them showing up, or sorry, there's four, because Gabe is also here. He comes in a little later. You still didn't think at all about the fact that like, why doesn't she have the crown on her head? Eden says she's there because she doesn't want some random demon running around. Uh, Tough titties there because there is still one fear monster running around town that we haven't dealt with. Gabe arrives and says the others in the Savini squad refuse to come because they have PTSD from the caves. Jackie apologizes for running off before, and uh, her and Tyler kind of make up. Scott says they should probably get going considering they have a demon to deal with, and it's already been uh, a good amount of time between when she was knocked unconscious and them going there, so... If she's not dead or in a coma, she's gonna wake up soon. Gabe and Scott debate why Dodge looks like a hot chick and not a horned demon, and then Eden takes a picture of Dodge. I mean, yeah, I guess, sure. The crew carry Dodge through the wor- the the through the woods, and Scott keeps talking on and on about walking into Mordor. Eden asks what happens if she wakes up, and Tyler says, "I got a knife." So his plan is to die. Got it. Bodie arrives at Ellie's house. He calls up for Rufus and Ellie and finds Rufus on the ground. We cut back and the crew head through the caves and Eden says if they were going to shoot the movie here, she would have quit if she hadn't already quit. Kinsey hears whispering and asks if Tyler hears it. He doesn't seem to hear the whispering, but what he does hear is all the scary rumbling that's coming from the door. Scott asks what's on the other side of the door and Eden says, Nothing good. How do you know that, Eden? You don't know. Like, yeah, sure, Dodge is bad, but maybe Dodge just didn't like the fact that the door was filled with gumdrops. You know, you don't know. Kinsey then says they shouldn't do this, and it feels wrong. So that's a good time. You've had, I would say, what probably amounts to about half an hour between when you came up with this plan and are executing it. And now, as you're, like, two feet in front of the door, you're like, mm, yeah, you're, maybe this isn't a good idea. I don't know if that tracks with her uh, removing the fear from her head, though. Right? Because, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I shouldn't think too much into it. Dodge starts to wake up, of course. And Tyler says this is the only plan they have. Kinsey will open the door, and Tyler will throw her through. The rest of them have to close the door if something happens. Kinsey warns to not get hit by any of the glowing bullets, which is always sound advice. If you can, don't get hit with a bullet. Kinsey opens the Omega door. They stand before it and see that it's like this beautiful glowing blue sort of void looking thing. But of course, the void starts to shoot glowing bullets at them. Tyler chucks dodge in, but she wakes up and grabs Tyler and actually yells his name. She then flies into the void, and they close the door, but not before a few more bullets get shot at them. The crew is able to close and lock the door, and then they arrive back at Keyhouse, and they all start jerking each other off. That was... not... quite the... Ending to this part of the story that I thought we were gonna have. Obviously there's more of the episode, I'm getting to it. But if you're if you're watching a TV show or a movie and you see that they've got, you know, about fifty percent of the episode left, or you know, a good fifty percent of the movie left, and they're like dispatching of the bad person, like it's not a good sign, right? Like that's not good. So of course, as you're watching this, you're like, "Boy, they that uh, that whole big epic showdown of the shadows versus the Locke family sure ended in five minutes, and Dodge got taken out by a toy light up lightsaber." Yeah. (laughs) So. They ride back at Keyhouse, Scott pulls Kinsey aside uh, as the rest of them go off to eat dinner, and Scott says he wants to double-stuff Kinsey. Sorry, no wait, that was me. Uh, he actually says he doesn't want to share her, so he rejects the double-dating idea. And they agree to be friends while she goes and dates Gabe. Daniel and Nina finish their coffee break, and he gets a call, because he has cop things to do. Of course, those cop things would be the call of Bodie. Saying that the paramedics need to come and take care of Rufus. Rufus says Lucas turned or used the key to turn himself into a pretty lady with long hair, and he doesn't know where Ellie is. He proceeds to give the head key to Bodie as a paramedic says it's time to go, and that paramedic is none other than comic creator and son of Stephen King, Joe King. Yes. And he looks more and more like his dad every day that I see him. I liked it. A nice little little nod to fans of being like, hey, that's, that's Joe King. I'm sure some people were like, wow, that Stephen King looks good for his age. No, no, it's his kid. <laughs> um, I love those little things. I'm not sure if the other creator popped up anywhere. I actually don't know what he looks like, so um, I, I, I'll have to look into that a little bit more. So Bodhi arrives back home and asks where Dodge is, and uh, he says Rufus was knocked out, but Ellie was nowhere to be found. Bodhi asks if they are sure that they got rid of Dodge, because, of course, Ellie is missing. Kenzie and Tyler both say, yeah, they're sure. We're, we're sure. We chucked her through the door, even though, you know, she didn't have any keys on her or the crown or anything like that, and it was kind of weird. But it was definitely her. It looked like her, you know. We definitely haven't been spending 10 episodes focusing on the fact that this woman can change her appearance. The next morning, Nina is making pancakes as Duncan is visiting. Tyler, Kinsey, and Bodie arrive for dinner, and Nina asks what happened to the car as it was fucked up this morning. She says nobody has heard from Ellie, and Rufus is going to go live with his aunt and uncle in L.A. Sorry, no, um, uh, until they can find Ellie. Nina says... She made a mistake moving to Matheson, and uh, she says that they have fixed up the house enough that they could sell it and they could go back home. But nobody is happy about this, and Kenzie says that they like it here and they don't want to go. And Bodie says that they love it here, but Tyler says, I wouldn't go that far, but they do want to stay. The family share a hug and decide that they are going to stay at Key House. Bodie then writes to Rufus in Nebraska. Nina apparently is helping Daniel look for Ellie, and we get a shot of her with a bunch of have-you-seen-this-bitch posters. Bodhi says they know those; these keys are not just fun, but also important. We see that Kinsey has the Omega key, Matchstick key, Death Door key, and Head key in her uh, jewelry box. And they know they need to protect the keys now, as they are the new keepers of the keys. Bodhi says to mail him a picture of Rufus's uncle's house, because if he does find the anywhere key, which is still missing, he is going to come to come for a visit. So they are still missing the echo key, the shadow key, the crown, the anywhere key, the identity key. Uh, no word on the mirror key. I'm not sure if they have that one or not, or if uh, it was still in Dodge's possession. Um, they still have the cabinet key, which they just keep in the cabinet, uh, and the tree key as well, I believe. We see the family dump the ashes of Rendell over the cliff onto the sea caves, and Tyler heads out to fish with Jackie's family as Kinsey talks with Gabe on the phone. We then see Gabe ride off on his bike, and we get a flashback to Gabe meeting Kinsey, and then talking to her after almost drowning in the caves. We get an extended shot from after Gabe kisses Kinsey to see him using the identity key on himself to turn back into Dodge. Then he uses the anywhere key to go to the party to go and try to have sex with Tyler. Shocker, Gabe is actually Dodge and also Lucas. So you may be wondering who's that person that they threw through the door that looked like Dodge. Well, see Dodge use the identity key to turn Ellie into Dodge Then she knocked her the fuck out. Yeah. So we see Bodhi kill Dodge's shadow. As the real Dodge puts Ellie on the ground downstairs. She then fucks off so they can find and dispose of Ellie. We also see that one of the Omega door bullets actually hit Eden in the forearm. Gabe looks back and smiles at her as they close the door. Back in present time and Gabe arrives at a restaurant where Eden is eating like 20 meals. And they share some food together. And that is it for season one. Very good first season. I very much enjoyed it. Um, even if I didn't have the comics knowledge, um, I, I think it's pretty obvious that Gabe wasn't a real person. Um, and we're going to talk about the differences in a little bit, because there are differences. They did change uh, change up some things, but um, yeah, man, like, who it was kind of obvious, like I understand that, you know, Dodge doesn't want to give up the, the shadow crown and the key because obviously that's a pretty powerful weapon. But if you would have had that on her head, I mean, even, even thinking of the writing of the show, if you would have had that on our head as like a sacrifice to make it seem, you know, normal, Yeah, you would have lost that, but you could have gotten it back some point in time down the road because they're obviously letting their guard down. But, yeah, like, the fact that they didn't even question, like, wait, we just saw this bitch with all these keys, and now she doesn't have any of them on her, and, like, yeah. So we don't know if Ellie is dead or not, which I think is interesting. Um, We don't know if she can be brought back. Um, from whatever is in the Omega door, but we'll see. Uh, yes, we do have two more seasons of this, at least. I don't know how much more they're planning, but like I said, I liked it a lot. Um, I, I, they're the they have a l- lot of different ways that they can go on on the season, so. I'll be interested to see it, but yeah, let's let's quickly talk about some of the the larger differences between the comics and the show. Um, obviously, there is a bunch of little ones. Um, there are people who not you're trying to take something that yes, it wasn't written too long ago, but there are, are there's still some weird dated references, and, and it's just a weird thing that joking tends to do. Um, like the Savini Squad are all kind of like punks i guess um and so they've they've changed them to be more like uh you know oh we're we're video files you know but uh, yeah and obviously um <laughs> ellie is a big change as well because ellie is white in the comics and she is um african-american here so um which i don't have a problem with i thought that the um that it if, if you're going to change any of the characters um, her being a peripheral character like that made sense. Now there are African American characters in the comics, obviously. Uh, Detective Daniel is one um, for sure. So, yeah. Um, so the big differences, obviously, other than the tone, because the comics are a lot darker, and this show is, is a lot more, a lot more. Not just not just in terms of the comedy. Like there are some funny moments in the comics, but. Um, yeah, it's just a little bit more lighthearted. There's still a lot of stakes and there's still a lot of heart in in the show. Um but yeah, it's just a, it's it's a little bit lighter I think than the, the the comics are a lot more kind of like depressing, I would say. And obviously you're dealing with the death of of a father of a family in in both, but yeah, you know, the way they handle it I I I liked it. I I thought um I don't typically like to watch shows where at the end of it, I'm like, God, I'm so fucking depressed. Like I love black mirror, but man, is that so fucking depressing? You know, <laughs> like, um, same thing with like the handmaid's tale. I love that show, but Jesus Christ, I want to slip my wrist after I'm done watching it. So I didn't really want to watch this and be like, Oh my God, like everyone is so miserable. Everyone, you know, like this, this show just makes you feel so bad about, it. no, I like the fact that we had a lot of, um, a lot more more levity in it um there's a lot for your keys um right now we have 12 keys in a show there's like a good 40 of them in the comics um and some of the keys are different like the mirror key is uh, is one that was made up for the show um i'm trying to think of the other one i think the matchstick key was made up for the show whereas like in it's a little bit different in the comics. But there's a bunch of different ones in the comics. Um, the identity key is the skin key, which is it's essentially the same thing. Um, but there's also, like, a gender key, which just swaps your gender instead of, like, actually changing your appearance. And there's a ton other ones, obviously. But um, it's not to say that we won't get some of those. Um, there's still... Yes, we have seen... Like in the flashbacks, that they only had, had you know, the, the 12 keys. But, you know, I mean, they can easily be like, oh, well, the original crew just never found those keys. And, you know, because the kids live there or were, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of different ways you could do it if you want to expand out on the, on the number of keys. Uh, Gabe doesn't exist in the comics. Um, but Dodge does infiltrate the school. Um, so he essentially exists, but he's not the same. So um, Dodge, using the image of Lucas Caravaggio, goes to school and calls himself Zach Wells, and says that he is Ellie's nephew, um, which again is you know they're they're all white, so um, but yeah, it's it's essentially the same thing. Uh, they just did a little bit different where it's you know, Dodge was being two different kids. Cause she was still being Lucas as well. When it was with Ellie, there's a, there's a lot of difference with Ellie too, in the ways that they handled it, where it was actually like a part of Lucas was inside of her head using the head key. And that was kind of how he controlled her. And it's the relationship. There is a lot more abusive than what we see on the show. Um, which again, like I'm okay that we didn't get too much into that. it, it you know, you got you got the gist of their relationship just from the couple scenes. That she was obviously fucking afraid of him. So, yeah. Um, since I'm not show, sure if Ellie is dead or not, I'm not going to discuss her fate in the comics at all. On if she dies or lives in the comics, or how she would die if she does, um, because I, there's still a chance that they um, that she's either not dead or that this is the way that they're going to end her on the show, which would be different than in the, in the comics. Um, if she does die in there. So don't want to give any spoilers or anything of that, because I, I think it's, I think it'd be a lot of fun to watch to read the comics. I think they're great. <sighs> um, yeah, but she was never altered or thrown into the Omega door. Like, like we saw on the show, I will say that. Um, and also there was never a second demon that comes through the black door. So that is a new storyline that we will see in season two and uh, I'm excited to see it and, I, and I'm interested to see what happens now where if Ellie is out of the way then you know you have it now where Gabe and Eden are kind of a team and uh, maybe we'll see a little bit more of a background onto what the two of them actually are. Uh, but with that... We'll go ahead and uh, and close this one out. It was a great first season of Lock and Key. I hope that uh, once the second season comes, which we haven't heard when is that's going to happen, that uh, you know you'll be able to uh, join me along on the ride. Uh, so until next time, bye bye.